Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Thursday. The Hold on, sorry. It's Thursday. <laughs> the 21st of April. 2022, and it's episode 100 Woo. of a husband and wife sentenced to life. Have you not life. got a sound effect for that? I always think when you say that, I spend too long looking. We should have party poppers. Um, that's not good, is it? <laughs> episode 100? Woo. Woo. No. Episode 100? No, you've not got it. Bloody hell. Episode 100? <laughs> <laughs> That's you when you take your bra off. <laughs> that should be the sound effect. Uh, I thought I'd got one, really. Um, I've got some special effects lined up for today. Episode 100. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking... No. I can't find one. Anyway, it's Simon over here. It's Laura over there. Hello, hello. You all right? Mm-hmm. And joining us for episode 100, the prodigal son returns... Leo is with us. Hello. <laughs> boo for you, Leo, from children. Is that a boo, was it? Yeah. What have you done to deserve that from children? I got that line from the Jimmy Savile documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Leo in. We meant to get him in at Christmas, but it just flew by. Yeah. Well, it flew by in that he were in bed half a day, then shacked up with his bird the other half the day. Yeah. So we never saw him, did we? No, no. But now I've got very little to do. Yeah, and you had to get up 
today because we had yeah. the AC men in at half eight in the morning. Well, yeah. So you had to get up early today. So we thought we'd get you in because you're going back in a couple of days. I can't believe it. Mm, it's gone by so fast. I think gone quick. Yeah. So what we're going to do today... The idea was we'd get him in and we'd ask a lot of questions. Well, you know what it is? Because people have been following your journey, you know, like when when we went back to the UK and settled you in, there were a lot of people following your journey and a lot of people come up to us now that don't know you, but they're like, how's Leo getting on? Mm. They were the most popular podcast we'd done when we were doing them daily in the UK because it was covid you were leaving, there were emotions. I think they just liked hearing people cry. Yeah, there were a lot of crying <laughs> and stuff like that. And um, I think there was something happening every day around then as well. Well, it were all exciting for us because we are in a different place. I find this doing my diary now. When I do my diary, yeah, every day I'm writing, got, were tired when I couldn't sleep, listened to a podcast, felt very tired, drove funny to school, traffic was awful, went to work, average Drove home, terrible traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Laura made no effort. Next day. Laura made no (laughs) That's it every day. (laughs) So at least back then it was exciting, weren't Mm. it? We had Fred West. We had all sorts going on. I've done Jimmy Savile and Fred West in this podcast already. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so the plan was we were going to write a load of questions that you had to answer. Now, I didn't know we were coming in today, so I've made no effort whatsoever Right. So what I think I'm going to do is if I think of one, we'll just stop and do a question. But you've already got some questions. But we should start because you've got an anecdote and it's really annoying for a week. Do you know this story already? I was there. <laughs> oh, so it's a thing because every day she's saying, well, we've got to do a podcast because the kids are asking. So it, it's really being built up, this anecdote. Yeah, I know. And now I feel like it's not going to be as funny as it was. You can tell it now then. You do not think it's very funny. No, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah. I've got a feeling she's going to be saying that at the end. Right. So, uh, at Betsy's school, the parking has changed, right? Yeah. So, there's no now there's no car park. So, I... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look on your face like this is the funniest story. It's not, it's not so much funny. It's kind of like an embarrassing story. Okay, go on. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> on uh, every day bet oh shush <laughs> <laughs> come on every day betsy asks because leo's here can leo come into school and pick me up um and yep. mo- most of the time he waits in the car but on this particular day he said right i'll come in so i found what i think is probably the best parking space for me because not too many cars park there and i can get out quite quickly okay so I do my same little route. Um, you have to walk over like hot sand. Yeah, so it's you, very hot, by the way. The summer's nearly yeah. here. So you're running over the hot sand. We did that. We walked and you have to go over two lots. You have to, there's a road in between. So we did that. Yep. Got Betsy and out we come. So I'm saying, I'm saying to Bets, you know, watch your feet in the sand. We go along the sand and then I'm looking for the flat bits rather, you know, like the, the flat... <laughs> <laughs> the flattened out bits of sand. I mean, it's not like it's sand dunes. Right, no, no, but but it's, but it's quite flat anyway. No, but no, but <laughs> but the, as opposed to like really soft sand where you kind of sink when it yeah, when it's, yeah, when, I understand. When it's bend your feet. So I'm looking for like flattened sand, if you like. Anyway, you've had a week to make this anecdote shorter than this. Sorry. By the way, <laughs> so, so I follow I follow the path and I see this nice flat bit of sand. Anyway, I step into it 
well, it's wet concrete. <gasps> I fall into this wet concrete. You're joking. <laughs> right next to the road where all these cars are parked with people sat in them. Oh, no. I am right next to the road, knee deep in wet concrete. And I say knee deep, I was literally, wasn't I, Leo? What did you have and what have you ruined? I had my green dungarees on, which I just, I just showered, just put brand, like, you know, clean clothes on. Yeah. I was knee deep in this concrete. I can't believe this. Leo's like, mum, mum, and Betsy's laughing. So they both step into it to try and save me. You know? Into the concrete? Yeah, well, I, I, I almost <laughs> fell over as well, which would have been... Did you have your yellow trainers on? No. Oh, thank oh, God. They, they were, Betsy's school shoes covered in concrete. Oh, no. But then the worst bit is yet to come. <laughs> the reason my phone is not working properly... My phone was in my hand. It went oh, in. Up. It went into the concrete, and it was covered. It like the whole outside. How I cleaned it off, by the way, as yeah. much as he could. But I literally, my hands were covered. My hands were covered. My body was covered. My my pride, uh, <laughs> and my phone was absolutely covered. So so we should say again for this week. You've been going, every time I phone you up and you make out like it's my fault. <laughs> Why are you being quiet? I can't hear you. What's going on? No, the first time I didn't think about that. Like we cleaned the phone off. I didn't think that I'd damaged my phone. My uh, volume up button doesn't work anymore. It's It's stuck solid. I can't believe this. So I can't screen do screenshots, which is really annoying. But yeah. So Betsy found it hilarious. and It is. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also... I'd nobody took a photo. Nobody took a photo. Nobody took any it, videos. It wasn't time. Leo was like... <laughs> that should have happened. Leo had that embarrassment. Like, And then I said, I said, this is the sort of thing Nanny would do. And Betsy said, yeah, but she'd, she'd break her leg whilst doing it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Do, have you left a thing then? Well... Like, have you been back since it's dried? Is there like a pattern or... The funny thing is, the next day, they've put massive bollards police all around it. Police tape around it. Caution. No, 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 not police tapes. Bollards. You can't get on it. Now, if I was in the UK, I would have been able to sue. Where there's blamed as a claim. Because there was no signs. There was no bollards. It, you know, like, and you were outside a kid's school. So kids could have walked into that. Yeah, to be fair, I, I did follow you in, not knowing it was concrete. I mean, there's... There's a lot of people walking around, so yeah, it's bad form on them. Well, I've broken I'd, my phone, so I would have claimed for that in the UK. Who, whose concrete is it? It's not the schools, I'm no, guessing. No, 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 no. It's the RTA or whoever's right. So yeah, so but then now, now they've like got like this little mini road, yeah, on it, and and bollards all around it, so you can't get in it now. Oh, that must have been a nightmare. But yeah, so I, Betsy's been desperate. Good story. Been desperate to tell everyone. It's better than I was expecting. Is it? Yeah. Can I tell you my story from today? Yeah, have you got one? I go to work today. Yeah. As I said about my diary earlier, got up, bored, do my work, take honey to school. She's fretting because she's doing some head girl thing at school. Boring. I drop her off. Yeah. <laughs> I go to work, I sit in the traffic, and then I have about an hour where I have to sit and do more work. And, you know, I'm sat like I am now. Yeah. Kind of exactly this position. Anyway, I go into the studio, I put my hand in my pocket to get all my stuff out, like keys and everything, put them on the side, and my hand comes out totally brown. <laughs> I thought I'd... <laughs> I thought I'd... 
thought I'd pooed myself. Oh. Right? I, I, I had no idea why my hand were all brown. <laughs> and my car keys are brown. And it looked, I mean, it looked like poo on my hand. Did you sniff? Well, no. Why would I do that? <laughs> That's the first thing I'd do is sniff. I just looked at it like that and I couldn't get my head around it. And Jono and Nats were there because I just walked in the studio and I'm literally going, I think I've got poo on my hand. <laughs> you um, admitted it. Yeah, I'm saying like, well, and it's in my front pocket, so I'm thinking, how have I done this? <laughs> and it's gone into my clothes, <laughs> like permeated my clothes. Anyway, <laughs> what had happened is, because I'd had no breakfast today, I took a little Easter egg and put it in my pocket and I thought, oh, I'll have that <laughs> in a bit. <laughs> and then forgot it was there. So it was basically like the consistency of a McDonald's milkshake in my pocket and it were on everything. I've, I got a wipe, but look, you can still see the residue. I did a good wash. But yeah, so that happened to me at work today. Did you lick your fingers once you knew? Well, once I knew what it was, yeah, because yeah. I had to get my hand clean, didn't I? But yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, I think I poo, because I know, I th- you know, I'm 50. And you know, like people, when you get to an age, body stuff starts happening that you don't know about. So my first thought were, I've done a poo without knowing. Like, <laughs> that's a really bad sign. Oh, no. You know, anyway, what turned out wasn't. So there you are. <laughs> that's those two stories. So, um, all right, episode 100 then. Which is mad that we've done 100 podcasts, I think, in less, just under a year as well. Yeah. Which I think is a pretty decent result. Um, like Adam, Bud, Adam Buxton's only done about 140 podcasts. How often does he do his? Well, he has the summer off and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but his is know. quality versus quantity. It's quality versus quantity. Yeah. You're bang on right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about you then, Leo. Um, you've been back here a week and a half yet. Have you got cabin fever yet? You've got to be honest with everything. No. I should have done this every time we're going to ask you something. Question. <laughs> got Beyonce to do that. I, I reckon I could do like another week here before I start missing Bristol. Right. Is it missing be- Bristol or, or wanting to be away from us? No, no. I, I've enjoyed being back. It's, it's, um, but you get to a point and you're like, oh, I want to be back in my Yeah, in of my course. Flat. Of course. My double bed. Which is a worry, because in a few weeks you'll be back here for the summer. Yeah. Six weeks, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to feel like a long time. Well, but is it- you say that, but he's got plans. All right, well, that's good. Don't tell me about them, because they're probably going to be expensive. <laughs> um, because I, we want to believe that we are not like our parents. And this is no disrespect to our parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they are a different generation. They do things quite differently. I think we've tried to stay not cool or anything like that, but relevant. You know, like my dad has never played a Switch game. Didn't dad never played computer games when I was a kid, when I had a computer. Yeah. You know. No, I, I think it's been fine. Like, like whenever we go to like grandparents, they are the ones who control the TV. Whereas I have quite, had quite a big say on what gets played. How weird is that? <laughs> like, I, I am surprised. I, I, I've picked a couple of the films, you know. It's, Who would you think would be controlling it? Well, when we're, when we're all living together, it's either one of you two deciding on the film. There's only one I, person in this house who decides what we watch over there. That's not true. It is. No, 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 no. You are the remote control yeah, holder. Yeah, you, you hold the remote control. <laughs> but then do I ever put a programme on? How many times? Let's put this out there because listeners don't get this. We have a witness now. 
How many times do we go through things and it's like, I'm not watching that. I'm no, not no, definitely. That. We, <laughs> we, we did watch the live, oh, what was the airport to, to train? The transport thing. Great that, show. That, that was your pick. And no, it wasn't my <laughs> pick. It just happened to be on. No, but that's the thing. I, I would never choose to go onto that section of uh, the channels. I hate I hate live TV. It just happened to be on, and it was actually quite fun to watch. A man had a sword on a bus. Yeah. You know, why? Is it, when's that? if that were in Dubai, it'd be big news. Yeah. Somebody got caught on a bus with a sword. Right. But I didn't go, I didn't, because <laughs> we'd been out for a meal and we were all knackered. I didn't come in and go, right. Strap in, we're watching Transport Police. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were watching the first segment of it and then, oh, we're going to go to bed or something. No, I but think I thought that was the plan. But, yeah, but then, they teased you, it really well. No, you, <laughs> you got hooked in, didn't you? There was the, they were going to do the, the sting. What were they called? The two Dans, Big Dan and Little Dan. They were going to do, <laughs> do the sting on the woman who's had £30,000 worth of free travel on the tube in London. Like, usually when I come back, well, at Christmas... I, I hate a lot of the shows like you guys watch. Like I don't like Great British Bake Off. I don't oh. like what is it? The uh, as soon as you put on the interior decorating one, I walked upstairs. I, I just hate throwaway shows like Not that. Throwaway show. It, you know what? Remember this moment because in a few years, when you get your own pad, <laughs> I'm not about the one you get now, which is just going to be. Nobed Pink Floyd posters and ashtrays overflowing. I'm talking about in a few years when you get a girlfriend and you get your own place and you're into... I'll tell you, how much do you hate Ikea? Because I cannot wait to the day you film home. Hey, you never get no. to where we went. We did a massive shop. No, no, because if mum loved films as much as you do, you'd be watching films every night. You know that, right? So mum, mum likes films, but she doesn't want to watch one every night. Am I right? Yeah, but I think for me... It's uh, partly a time thing, partly sometimes I'm too knackered. Uh, it just, yeah, and sometimes I just want to watch a bit of cheese. And I, uh, But I think the cheese that we watch, we both like. It's not like it's... I it's, like Gogglebox. But there's also, I've gone off Gogglebox. There's also a good shout at the telly telly. Like we've talked about The Apprentice. Teen First Dates is good. That's all right. Yeah. But you're on a journey on the uh, design one. And... Once you've got your own place, as you've seen, it's a bit of a wanky thing to say, but we have done a bit of upcycling in the house, a bit of furniture, mm. which to you might seem like the most boring thing in the world, but I guarantee, I guarantee in a few years, you'll be all over it. Well, we'll just have to wait and no, see. No, no, we won't have to wait and see. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. you guys have grown up with that, like, kind of TV. No, 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 no. No, I, I think that's you. quite new TV, actually. Like, the, the Bake Offs and the... No, I mean, like... TV, TV. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, like, growing, growing up with Netflix and YouTube, you have the choice to, like, you, you don't want to watch things that just could be done in five minutes. Like, they drag them shows out, like... Oh, well, I, I don't want to make this a generational thing, but you put a YouTube video on, and there's at least ten minutes from talking about what you've got to subscribe to and what buttons you've got to hit before they get to the situation. Yeah, that's true. So it's just a different version of it, but it's the content. Like, I like watching creative videos on YouTube, the ones where people are making... If it's something I've got to do, you oh, know, I like... I hate YouTube videos, as you know. See, she's against it as a whole. Forget the fact that it's got everything on it. Forget there's probably a million Bob Marley things and stereophonics things that she'd love to watch. Because it's on YouTube, because it's behind the curtain of YouTube, you can't get through to her. No, no. 
I'll mention it only once. I have watched Johnny Depp on YouTube, right? But I, so that's, but it's the little stupid videos and stuff like that. And a lot of rubbish on there. Oh, I just, oh, yeah, but, but, but I can be watching something on there like a guitar tutorial and you're like, oh, I hate YouTube. I'm learning. No, yeah, but that's fine. But then watch that on your phone. Don't watch that on TV so we all have to watch it or... Oh, I, don't, I don't know. It, I tend to put it on when there's nobody in room and then people come in the room and are miffed. Or if we say, oh, what kind of film should we watch? Then the next thing, we're watching 10 bloody YouTube trailers. Trailers? Yeah, but I'm like... What do you do in pictures? You watch 10 trailers before a film starts? Nah. That leads you on. That's how you learn about the films, isn't it? Whatever. But I do think in a few years, look... When we were kids, we talked about this with you. Your Clear the Room telly used to be Downton Abbey. The opening of Downton Abbey had come on, the piano, and he would be out of that room like a rocket. And for me, it was Heartbeat. Yeah. That used to be on a Sunday night. Not Antiques Roadshow, because that seemed to... People could watch Antiques Roadshow, because as boring as it is, there's money at the end of it. I, I was just trying to think of mine, but... I. My dad, I don't know if, I think he still does, watches Star Trek. Yeah. Now, that was daily. And that was instead of Home and Away. Which is a kid. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just think my generation, like, that's why the TV license isn't going to get past 2027. It's just because we don't really care about that side of TV, apart from, apart from Love Island, obviously. But that that's it. Like I, every, everyone likes Louis Thoreau as well. That's it. Funny how he's uh, skipped the generations, isn't it, Louis? Yeah. I don't know why that is. Yeah. No, I love him, but I don't know why it is that he seems to have transcended. Well, I guess because a lot of his topics the content. are yeah are, are of now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're interesting. Mm. But I wonder what it's going to be like. Because I can't see in 10 years you coming home from work and sitting down of an evening knackered and thinking, I'm just going to go through loads of two-minute videos on YouTube. No, 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 I'd, I'd rather watch a film. Oh, d- yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. There are times when... I, I would choose to watch a film any time over the the telly that you, you guys Yeah, but on. your partner's going to go, oh, shall we watch that new murder drama that's on? And you're going to have to watch it. That's the thing is, you've got to find someone who's near what you are. You're never going to find anybody who's like no one wants to watch a film every night apart from you and you sometimes uh, yeah. Ruby Ruby likes watching films just as much as I do yeah but I think as you get older like you don't most- have, you don't have time you don't have time to watch a movie yeah. no night. no that's not true though because we spent an hour watching the the Stopping people in the trains. That was like an, 10 minutes though. We were brilliant. So that, there's not, a, it's not a time thing. And you do watch the, the pottery thing for an hour. There's not, it's not a time thing. It's not. Oh uh, yeah. But the pottery thing, like, and those kind of programs, you don't need to be concentrating for an hour, right? You, you can go up and get to, go to the loo, go and make coffee or whatever, or you can. There are films like that though. Like we Put a Seth Rogen film on or something. Well, here's the thing, because we've been watching a lot of Oscar films, then you've come out, and obviously you're a film student, so we've been watching a lot of films that might be, you know, like a bit heavier. It's been annoying me, because for the last two weeks, I feel like I've been unheard. 
Because there's like that, what's that spy one that with Chris Pine in? All the knives, I don't know. I kind of want to watch that. The Mark Rylance one looks all right. The Mike Ro- yeah, out, what's he called, the outfit. I, I want to watch that one. You know, um, but the, they're a bit more fluffy. You know what I mean? They're not as serious. Yeah. And uh, I like a bit of that every now and then. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. Rather than having to be full on concentrating. No, I, I do agree. There's, there, there is a difference between like, but there are films fitting your criteria. Maybe, but I don't want to be sat on the computer or something like that or, you know, when a film's on. What would you, right, tell you aside, this is a question. What would you change about here when you come back? Like, is this, and don't worry about offendings or anything like that. And it doesn't have to be about us even. But what would you change about it? What would you do differently? What would you wish is different? That was my stomach. Uh, anything? No, not aside from telly. Like <laughs> aside from <laughs> telly. I mean, but Betsy, I think goes on an iPad too late. But well, we feel like that. It's a, that, that, but yeah, she's but, like the cat. You know our cat, our Wimbleway, which we talk about. You put your hand down, and she seems all right. But then when you put your hand there, she kills you. She tears your skin <laughs> off. And Betsy, if you try and get her off the iPad, I know this is terrible parenting. No, she's. But you've been a kid. Like, when it's. You don't want to get off anything when. And to be fair, she has been really good getting into her routine with that. She, you know, she knows the time that she's got to come off. But I think with you here, we've been letting her stay up later and that kind of stuff as well. What is it? I'm not saying that out of like criticizing parenting or anything. I'm just saying more more time with her. Well, I feel like. I feel exactly like that. You know, I've. I said that to her every day. And I go to bed at night and I said to your mum, I feel like I've not seen her for a week because I come home. It yeah. can be like that sometimes. So yeah. you don't, you don't, you, when she's on the the iPad, it's like in a zombified state. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's hard, isn't it? We should tell her that. So while we're talking about home, is there anything you... Hold on, hold on. Question. Is there, <laughs> is there anything you miss about home? As in here. Oh, as in here. Right. Um, obviously you guys... Um, so you've been up and down. We can talk about this, right? Yeah, Not yeah, in too yeah. heavy a thing, but like some things have happened at uni where a couple of your friends have moved out of your flat yeah, yeah. and you've not been left on your own as such, but you went through a bit of a lull, which you didn't tell us about. Annoying. Um, at times like that, was the, you know, were you, were you missing things? Were the things in your mind, you know? Yeah, it's just like having people around just like... You know, you go downstairs and somebody's just sat in the living room or sat in the kitchen. Or yeah, you can always have a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even about anything heavy, just, you know, just, just chat. rubbish. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like that about us. I feel like, it's so boring, I keep going on about it, but we talk about films a hell of a lot. Mm. You know, I'm sure there's other stuff to talk about and I would hate to get to, I'd hate to drop down dead and you think, oh, I never got to talk to him about this or that, you know. And I feel like that about my dad sometimes, but then... I barely ever see him and perhaps there are things we should have talked about, you know, mm. but I feel like that's what we like talking about. Yeah. You know, exactly. I... What, but is there something, all right. When, it, when I was your age, when I went home, I knew there were always food. I knew there were always a fridge full of well, food. Yeah. I know I was always going to get good meals. Yeah. It's I, not having to pay for anything. <laughs> yeah. Ding. ding. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, you always come back and you say you fancy a roast. Yeah, well, that, obviously, I'm, I'm not cooking a full... It's like meals that I wouldn't make for myself. Like, well, I've not had anything like that much, but I wouldn't have much takeaways. Um, like, when, when you get a takeaway here, like, everybody gets, obviously, their own preferred curry and stuff, so everybody has a bit of everything. Uh, back home, you only get one curry. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Well, when you move into your house next year. Yeah. Is yeah, any veggies in this house? They're all veggies. They're all veggies. But one. Wicked. That's good. That's good. That is really good. So. Yeah. And I think, like you said, that thing of because you're you're there and we're here, that thing of sometimes it can feel a bit, bit lonely, like, like when your friends go home to their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I described it as being like Harry Potter because when they all go home sometimes at Christmas on Harry Potter in the films and he's left there, you know, they've all gone to the families and stuff like that. And I have heard the same thing from other people out here that have, you know, children at uni, the same thing that, you know, they do miss getting to regular visits, I guess. Got another one for you. Question. Right. You've been there now, what, six, six months, a bit longer, more than that, seven, eight months. Compared to what you thought it was going to be like, right? So, but when you were here, when you were all getting excited and all like you were tetchy for that last bit of time before you went and everything, now you're there, now you're doing it. What is not, what's different? What is there not, what what you're not doing and um, what you are doing that you think you're going to be doing or like what's different um, about it? I would, th- the whole flatmate experience in your head, you've obviously got like this idea of Joey like, and Chandler. You're gonna be yeah. You're gonna be playing <laughs> playing cards, watching stuff together all the time, and you know it's gonna be like oh, you're all buddies and mm-hmm. not I'm, we all like each other. It's, it's not like that. And obviously, um, the two that left, I I was so close with, and we'd you know we'd we'd occasionally just like go into each other's room for an hour, just talk and yeah yeah, and then at night we'd obviously go to nightclubs and stuff, but we weren't doing anything like. We, we had takeaways and stuff together like that, but it was never like, we didn't go out that much as like a, you know. And just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think this is what you're saying. Like you were looking forward to like sitting in a pub, just chatting. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. said, playing cards at home. But I think you've got all that to come. I think yeah, I said yeah. this to you right back at the beginning. I'll, I'll tell you what I said. When we were there and we were up Clifton area in Bristol and I was saying, this is where you should be. And you were like, oh, no. Nah. And then when we when you'd been living there a while, you're like, I don't want to be up there. I want to be down where clubs are and all of this. And I said to you then, like, there's that'll wear off, mm. and you'll want to be sitting with your mates in a pub, talking up, you know, talking crap with each other. You've yeah. got your regular pub that you go to, like what's the one in Shaun of the Dead called the Winchester or something. You know, you've got that place where you all go. It's the same jukebox that you love. I don't even know if jukeboxes are still a thing, and. <laughs> The quiz, you, you know, you did a quiz with them. And I think that'll come. Hopefully. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's, it's just that idea of like, oh, you cook one meal and everybody has it. That doesn't happen. Which is a shame. Yeah, because we had all these plans, didn't we, for you? That, you you know, because you, you obviously you were cooking for us before you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you were going to be the one that was going to be cooking the chilies, the curries, the lasagnas, you know. Just everybody's in at different times. You know, we're all doing different courses. It's, yeah. It's just how it is. It's not. It's not like... It's and not against them or anything. It's just how it... Uh, do you think COVID has played a part in um, people... Question. 
wanting no no like continuing on from this people wanting to go home and stuff as well like as much more often because someone said that to me the other day like do you think covid has made students want to be home more than they used to i think going from like two years straight with their parents like pretty much everyone had that yeah and then going to like completely having independence um that must be a bit freaky at times yeah that and also because like you for the first term at least most of your lessons were still online yeah yeah. so you're not getting that interaction even at at uni yeah and obviously it was a lot worse for last year's because they were it was basically like a prison yeah for the the student accommodation no one was allowed in no one was allowed out yeah was it as exciting as it was was it weird when we suddenly weren't there did that you know yeah yeah i i got because you're in a foreign country yeah yeah i got used to it it much quicker than i thought and like i was saying to you the other day it's like someone called me an international student the other day and i was like i didn't even think about myself as that like on paper by the way you're not (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're not no uh, but you're not on paper we're recording this in england where we all live <laughs> no but you're on, you actually there is no title for you because you're not an international student no, as no, such, but, but like I've, I've lived yeah i haven't yeah. lived in bristol or like yeah in england whilst you look and sound british you for all intents and purposes are foreign mm. you know you're as foreign as most of the kids who were born and grew up here well when you first started your job you were saying about ha- getting used to handling british money yeah yeah, exactly. And I'm the same. When we go back, I'm like, I look like I'm counting the money, like trying to work out what's what. I was talking about it on the radio today because I was talking about Ramadan and the. I was talking about iftar and that we wanted to do one. Before, we've actually not managed to do it this Ramadan, and we're in the third week now. Um, and this is when the fast is broken in the evening, and they, they basically do these things here at hotels that are almost like brunches, no drink, obviously, mainly Vimto and hummus and, and rose water yeah and it and it's lovely actually yeah I, I mean, we, we tend to do one or two every year but i was talking about that on air and i was saying how much you guys as kids have done it and i, I think it's great that you gain that culture and then i said what you told me about talking to a muslim girl at is it is she at work is she work, yeah yeah and doing a bit of arabic tour which is i, I love that mm-hmm. I said i was so proud of it i think it's such a nice thing yeah oh definitely seen i didn't go on a plane till i was yeah, thirteen. Oh, I'm, I'm so jealous. I, uh, that is something I've missed because there's very few international students like in in Bristol, I think, and it's just like. It's does it not feel like an international play? Not not to you being from here, but does it feel mostly well, British? Com- yeah, coming from Dubai, you have like. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it like that because obviously, when you're going to London, every almost everybody feels foreign whenever I'm there. You know, yeah. it's, compared to. Southampton or Sheffield, where we're from, you know, when you're there, yeah. uh, yes, there's a lot of foreign people there, but they're not, they're sort of maybe second generation, they've been brought up, they live, you know, whereas in London, it's a lot of people like you who've moved over there to work and yeah, one thing and another. Yeah, exactly. Like growing up here, like you learn to appreciate and understand so many different cultures and uh, just because of school and stuff, but there's not... People aren't really from that many places. Like they're just from different places in England. Yeah, you know. So I do kind of miss that. Just I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that side of it. Yeah, I I just think sometimes I I wondered what it were like at the beginning. It was very difficult that when we went back and this was on the podcast, weren't it? We when we were back up to the cottage 
in uh, near Barclay. Thornbury, yeah. Thornbury and Barclay, yeah. When we went back up that day and we'd left you, that weekend before we saw you for the last time, it was a very peculiar feeling. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I said, when you went back at Christmas, I found it really difficult from seeing you off at the airport from this end. Because I think when you're the one that's travelling, you don't have that quite... Because you, you know that you've got to get through the airport. It's all excitement for yeah, you, I think. To, you've got to do all that stuff. And and I think watching you go, and then we got back in the car and came back to the house, and it was quiet. And That's the hard bit about parenting, because you do all the exciting stuff. You know, you get on a plane, which is always terrifying, stroke exciting. Yeah. You then travelling, you get back, you've got your friends again, you've got your filming got all that, you got work, and it's you're back into the cut and thrust of everything. And it's not that we hit a pause button, it's not like we're frozen in time until you come again, but definitely, yeah, you know, because we have to do this while you're here anyway, life's pretty humdrum, life is repetitive, kind of carries on, you know, so... But even Betsy, strange. And, and when I was telling you about it the other day, you were saying, you know, you, you were surprised how, how much it affected her, but she was she really suffered when you left you know like and yeah well she she just you know kept saying how much she was missing you and stuff like that and mm. I was quite surprised at how much it affected her I think we're a really close family like that I know families who and I know you couldn't wait to get away and I don't mean that in a like we're oppressive and a pair of assholes or anything like that but you were excited to go and do it weren't you yeah I, f- I feel like I had my, I was ready to go. I'm like, yeah, yeah, therefore. And I, I, I'm so glad you're doing it. I'm like, oh, it's so brill. happy for you. It's brilliant. And, and but that doesn't stop me worrying. <laughs> like, it, it has been the best year of my life. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, said that. So you, you know, people say that about the school days being the best days of their life. I thought, I still think this is going to be the best. Yeah, no, school's rubbish compared to this. <laughs> no, but... Hey, you know some of your teachers, old teachers, yeah, listen to this. I think for no, that, in terms of the experience. Yeah. I've never understood that. I've never understood that school days at best days of your life. Like, I don't know if I college and school. uni... I'm like, honey, I loved school. Yeah. Just, it's just so many different new experiences. Like yeah. Night, what, night what's clubs. the best? What's your best thing you've done then? Question. My best thing. Um... This is where he says no comment. <laughs> he said that before we started recording. I might have to say no comment. Probably, probably like just going to 80s nights. Like they are so much fun. Like, Give me your top three songs from an 80s night, which you can't remember because you're always. Yeah. I mean, whenever we go to an 80s night, it's only because Paige's friend comes down um, and she she can't stand drum and bass. So we have to find a club that's playing 80s music. Yeah, and she always brings like sex on the beach cocktails, so that it's a lot more lethal than you think. Like the cocktails because they taste so nice, obviously. <laughs> <clears throat> so them nights, I and this, we always end up going up to the DJs and like requesting songs, and they nod, and the song never gets played. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm a DJ. I know how that works. I know how annoying those people are. Yeah, no, I know. I know we're annoying. I have a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. I just write down. It's a bit of a list. I write down. Yeah. F o- off. Occasionally, I get it. Like, I managed to get a Talking Heads song on once. I requested the Smiths. He's like, "That'll kill the vibe." Yeah, yeah. You got to go to a certain. Have you been to any nights like that yet? Like indie 
sort of yeah yeah where they're playing stuff like the Smiths and we we went to a there's a nightclub on the boat called Thecla and um, the top floor it's like so there's two floors to it and different music the, the top floor I'd never been into like a, a club like it it was like heavy metal yeah and everyone's like screaming oh it. yeah yeah and I was like oh no I hope this that's isn't. not my bag no. I hope this isn't it and then when I went downstairs it was like more like Arctic monkeys and stuff like that. That's my night right there. Not anymore, <laughs> but it was my night. So that freedom, I, I guess, then. So the freedom of getting to go out. And obviously here, you, you know, it's still yeah. 21, whereas in the UK it's 18. Uh, yeah, and it's like going to the shops whenever I want and buying what. But sometimes that can be a bad thing because I'm not I just buy crap, which I don't I, I should, like. That's that freedom. That's the difficult. You suddenly have that freedom. And if you'll pardon the pun, it's like being a kid in a sweet shop. Mm. You get whatever you want. There's nobody saying to you, you can't buy 10 Mars bars. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. buy 10 Mars bars. Yeah. You know, um, but I, that it, going to a supermarket on your own, like you're probably used to it a bit now, but that must have been really exciting, like shopping for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I'd be like, because I, I cooked so much back here, I thought I'd be like a better, better cook. But I haven't. I'd say I cook like three times a week, whereas before it was like pretty much every day here, wasn't it? Like mm. around that, like three times a week is not bad. If that's yeah, I, if that's, the I truth. would have said, judging by the photos you've sent me, you were cooking about once every three weeks. So it's good to hear you're no, actually no. doing it more. But doesn't mean the food is good though. Like sometimes it's like beans and pasta, and like is that a is that together? Yeah. You're doing beans and pasta. Big <laughs> beans and pasta together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon to that? It's not not for me. No, though. no, but what, what what's wrong with it? Because every time I tell <laughs> Well Every I time I tell someone that, they, they always give that reaction. I'm like, it's tomato sauce. Oh, I could totally get it. And there's, I, there's not but it's you could not say I am a student more than that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you eat out of a cup. <laughs> you don't use a plate. I and the state my room's got in sometimes, it's like... Are you going to reveal about how often you've changed your bed since you've been there? No, I've, I've changed it twice. Once when your girlfriend at the time came to stay. Maybe not twice, maybe once. <laughs> so you've changed your bed once since September. It, just a reminder, it's the end of April. <laughs> it's such a boy thing. And, like, there was... Because I've got so many plates, I end up just like leaving most of them in my room, and it's just oh, getting, getting, oh, getting no, stacked up. Oh no, not plates. in your room. You've not got mold. So do you eat stuff. in your room then? Do you don't eat out? No, I don't. I don't eat in the kitchen. Oh really? So, See yeah. that? I thought you'd all be sat around eating your dinners like. That's what I mean. That at the breakfast bar, that, does, that doesn't happen. Huh. Everyone, everyone eats food in their room. That's but, mad, isn't it? So I want to ask you this a bit more serious question. When you had your little down, and I'm not, I'm not making that sound like it were nothing because I know it weren't. When you were feeling down, mm. why didn't you tell us about it? I just didn't want to like burden you guys with my problems. And it's like, I, in my head, it wasn't like, I don't know. Right, you're so I, I, I just kept thinking, oh, it's going to be over soon. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, and that's what happens with most things. You pull out of them, and I did. I, I have, you know, I've, I found like a, a group of friends now. In your mum's head. She manages to keep on a level most of the time, but in her head, your life is train spotting, right? That's what she'll never stop thinking that. And so if you come to her and say, oh, I'm just feeling a bit down, she's probably going to be relieved that it's not like, I've got somebody pregnant, I'm on the gear, yeah, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 
I, did, I think you, this is the difference between you and your sister. This is Honey, not Betsy Pearl. Honey, as we've seen today, starts talking and doesn't stop until yeah. one of you falls asleep, you know, or gets called out on an emergency. <laughs> Whereas you have always kept things in. Like just before you left, you told we were talking about bullying and you told us about a time you were bullied at school, which we had no idea about, you know. And I think you think you keep these things close to you. Yeah, I, but you've always been like that. You've always been the person to think about what others want yeah. you to say, want you to do, rather than you saying, well, actually, no, I don't want to do that. Because that's what Betsy and Honey would say. They'd say, no, no, I don't want to do that. Or I, I just think it's one of the things that if I said, oh, I, I'm lonely, I don't really have many people to talk. What, what are you guys going to do about it? Like, you, obviously, oh, you, no, you, can, you can talk to us, but it's not like you can find me a group of friends to... No, but... Start hanging out. Uh, this with. is the thing where we've tried to be different to perhaps. Again, I don't want to say anything bad about our parents, and my mind never really stopped me doing anything. But we've always been very liberal, you know, and tried to be very understanding. And you know, we've both been pretty crazy in our times, so mm. not kind of expecting you to be an angel or anything like that. But I think we've. We've always tried to not not come down on your hard for anything so that you don't feel like you can tell us things, you know, like when you had your girlfriend and things like that. You know, we've never, I don't think we were ever too strict about any of that before you left, the last couple of years before you left. And, you know, I don't think we're, I think the only thing we've ever really been heavy on is smoking in, you know, because it's, it's one of them things that we're not into Mm. And we'd rather none of the kids do it, you know. But I think that thing about talking to us. But I think I feel like you have you've come here and you have talked to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, probably I've, easier I, when you're yeah, here. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a better time to talk about it now. And yeah, you know, like I said, I was waiting for it to be over, and it was over, and then I. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good that you can, if you can be pragmatic about it and know that it's and you can ride it out, you know. I don't like to, because I hear so many stories, especially from you, of people who've dropped out and people who, you know, and I want this to be that great time in your life, but it won't always be great. There's no, going to be no, days, as you've seen with the weather, there are days that it's crappy, there are days that you're going to get on your bike and get to uni and be soaked, you know. Like I saw someone on social media say, like, before I went to uni, I was like, oh, what p things people don't tell you about uni, it's like, it can be a lot more lonely than you think. I'm like... How you're, you're surrounded by people constantly, you know. It's like, is this before you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, so it's a reality now. Yeah, and yeah, like you know, are you good with your own time though? Are you good at being alone? I just watch a film or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no. you did say you said to me since you've been here that you like being around people. In, in no, no, I, I, I prefer being around people. Like, of, of like, it's, that's why it's been so nice going around to. It's new flats house all the time because we, we have a. I go around. We have a takeaway. We've been watching like Shining, Alien, just stuff like that all the yeah. time. Yeah. How many? Is there any spare room? <laughs> Can I go and stay with them when we go back? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. What is the one of the worst things you've seen, and what's one of the worst things that you've done? Question. The worst things um, seen. Worst thing you've seen. Uh, when I was in the gay club, I 
don't know. I don't know if you guys. Maybe not. It's going to be a bit. No, be no, like, no. Start talking. When I was. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this there was uh, somebody like started like really going at each other like, and I was like right next to this person and I was trying to break it up a bit and then a it, fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not sexy. No, no. All no. oh, right. <laughs> Because no. both can happen in a club. Um, and it's You've never really been around much of that, have you? Is no, that? the worst one was um, when I was, it was one of the 80s nights and I was outside and the bouncer looked like me. He was just a skinny little white guy. You know? Yeah. And he, a guy comes up to him, pulls a knife. This is it. And I'm like standing right next to it. And he, the bouncer starts like punching his face into the ground and like blood's coming out of his face. It was quite, and, and how I, did that make you feel actually being there and seeing it happen? Well, violence is very different in real life. Obviously, it's like yeah. it's a lot more visceral and it's, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get out of there? No, yeah, because I was already trying to get my friend out of the club because my uh, this was the night when my uh, I don't know I, I don't know what you guys can talk about on this one, but uh, maybe not. <laughs> you can talk about around right now. My my friend was trying to. You know, she was trying to get with a boy when she was too drunk, and you were trying to protect her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's not interested in boys anyway. But so that feeling out there in that moment outside, horrible, but also your heart must have been racing. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I was like, I, you're glued to it for a few seconds, and then you just want to walk away. Yeah, but it's it stuck is, with you all this time. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, much like the transport program with the guy with the sword, Leo. That's a, that's the TV version of what you've just said. Do me a favour. Don't try and uh, break up fights. <laughs> no, but like they were, they weren't. That wasn't a proper fight. They were just, they were both really drunk, and they were. Yeah. But that 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 the knife thing was. Um, but in terms of the worst thing I've done. Question. <laughs> right now, hold on. Gloves off. Whatever you say. You've got, you've got to be, this is just for the podcast, don't get carried into Why the Why is it room. just me? Well, because I, I don't know I'm better at taking things than you are. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've done anything bad. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what you expect me to say. I, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, you've told us you've threw up all over your back. Yeah, yeah, that, that was pretty bad. Like, see, this is weird. Do you see why that's a concern? Like, yeah, 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 yeah obviously. It, I try and be cool with you. I'm trying to be like, oh, yeah, lad, lad, lad. But inside, I'm thinking, I'd, it's so hard as a parent not to say to you, geez, you've got to be, that's how Jimi Hendrix died. You've got to be careful. Yeah, you yeah. lay on your bike and you're so drunk and you, you, don't, you don't know, you're, you're sick, and then you're dead. You know, and then we're coming to clear your room and it's the worst thing and we never get over it and you don't get ever to do everything ever again. That, as a parent, is what's racing through your mind. But on the flip side of that, you still want to be like the cool parents who are, you know, cool about everything. You, do, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm better at that. Your mum's not. She, the mask's off for your mum. She'd be worried sick about you, you know? So, but you get that, right? Yeah, yeah. Would that make you take a bit more care or are you still like... No, <laughs> I... I to the wind? No, I, I, I didn't want to get that drunk that night. It was, it was... You never want to get that drunk, obviously. No. It's... I, I don't know how it happened, really. You know, it was, that's, that's the trouble. That, it doesn't... And I, I, well, yeah, you're I've a there, living proof, aren't you? Yeah. But being on your own, that's a thing. If you're like that, that's... Mm. Yeah, no. I... Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a bad night. That's the worry for me is when I was in your flat, that door can shut. 
and it's mm. locked. When you're inside your room, mm. if you've got the key on your side, that door can close and nobody can get in without kicking the door down, can they? Is there a way of putting on a latch? Do you do something like that? No, my, my door doesn't close from the inside. Right. So if I'm in there, I can't I, I can't lock it, whereas everybody else's room can. So Right. You're, you don't. So people can get in your room, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, mm. So less worries That's, for you guys. Yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah. Um, is, yeah. is there anything we could... Hold on. Question? Is there anything we could do differently? In terms of... How... Just the whole thing. Everything that's going on. Like the full bit. Is there anything that you don't like, that annoys you, that we do wrong, or, you know, like during this time mm. when you're there and we're here? I don't, I don't think so. It's Like I try not to overly bug you about stuff. You know, oh, I, I think you guys have been fine there. Like, I don't I mean, like I th- not messaging I, you, but I like, you know. I, th- I think we like call like weekly. Yeah. Like, pretty much, you know, and I think that's a good amount. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want to call like every other day. Right? Yeah. I think no. yeah, weekly is a good amount. But I also think. Because we always have stuff to talk about and it's. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Yeah. And, and as you've seen, most nights here are like busy. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I it, get that. The one thing I would say you do, which I've noticed, your mum's noticed, both your sister's noticed, I call it the um, the manhole conversation. We, we can be in the middle of a conversation, so it's like, hi, Leo. You taste by whoop. Hello, Dad. How's it going? Good. How's the course going? Yeah, we've started making a film. Oh, yeah, what are you up to? Dot, dot, dot. Three <laughs> days later, we've just been doing some film. And it's like you fell down a manhole. <laughs> In the middle of a conversation. Yeah, your, what happens your there? WhatsApping isn't the greatest. No, like you don't what, end what, the conversation. What happens there is like, I'm about to reply to a text and then like... You, some, hear, the, some, you hear the lid coming. This is what you hear. Oh, it's not a touch screen. We all, on. The thing yeah, is, is we all get like... <laughs> your phone's like that suddenly. Like I, I, I've had a full text with Betsy when I'm drunk, and I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised she's. It, it, when I looked at it in the morning, it was, I thought it was very clear that I was drunk. But um, she's nine. No, <laughs> no, no, but but you guys read she's the messages. Drunk as well. But she'll say he just suddenly stopped talking. No, but <laughs> and you, I understand and that. It's, it's funny because you. So one day you'll not. You, we've not heard from you, and the next day we'll all get a text at the same time because you've you've yeah, you yeah. go through. But do you do you not have WhatsApp open? Like, as in, what do you mean? Do you not get? Does um, it pop up on your phone? Are we on mute? And no, don't, no, no, you, I, no, I have everybody on mute. No. So when I when I send you a text saying, "Are you okay?" and then I don't hear from you for three days, <laughs> it's because I don't go on my phone that much. That's you're on your phone. Fo- your phone is in your hand as nearly as much as you. Yeah, here these it is. Days. Here it is. But like, no like, way. I'm like. All I, and the thing is, because then I'm like, has anyone, has anyone heard from Leo? Like, then I'm, she does get like no, that. But, the, but if I've not heard... No, no, okay. So this is sometimes what will happen. I'll be like midway through watching like a video and then you guys send me a message and I think, oh, I'll reply to that in a couple of minutes. And because I feel like I've got short-term memory loss sometimes, like, I forget to reply. Oh, no, I do the, you know, like, and I feel really bad. I've got friends, excuse me, um, if we're in the middle of watching a film or whatever and somebody texts and it, I know it's going to either be a long answer or whatever, most of the time I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll reply to yeah, them the yeah, next day. Yeah, yeah. So then normally I've got like, say, three people that I have to reply to because I've not replied to them from the day before. 
you know what I mean? And then you're like you say, you're almost catching up with. Yeah. But it's the short answer ones, like, "Are you okay?" Because I, you know, literally just needs a yes <laughs> or a thumbs up, just so like I know you're alive, basically. You know what I mean? Because because if I've not heard from you for three days, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, right, has anyone heard from Leo? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but and then like as soon as I get like a message from Honey, I assume you've told Honey to message me sometimes. She does that. No, she, she loves doing that. But, she loves being but, the one. Yeah, who does Honey, it. Honey. She said, says, I'll message him. I'll try and find out where he is. You know what I mean? So Yeah, no. As, as soon as I see the notification from Honey, I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. For, I forgot to reply to the message. That's the kick up the... That's yeah, the, yeah, 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 it okay. is, yeah. Hey, let's talk about your uh, film. I think we should because... Um, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, it's not normally like this. It's just me and you normally, Laura. And um, that's not to say we don't talk about you and the other girls. Not the other girls, the girls. Um but you're over here and you made a film, short film, like six or seven minutes, eight minutes long. Yeah, minutes. And um, this is the first one you've done kind of properly. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was directing it. I wrote it uh, with my flatmate. Yeah. And uh, you've had a full crew. Yeah. You had a Kickstarter campaign, which I was ridiculously generous on. And I don't like, I regret that. I really regret it. Do you? <laughs> it could have come over with a director's chair with a name on. You, you, you would gift somebody something like that. <laughs> Go on. No, but um, it's it's so exciting for us. Do you want to? When will people be able to see it? How? What happens? Well, it's, so you're so, still in the editing stage. Yeah. So we need to finish the editing. Um, it's got to go through its festival run because you can't listen to that. How exciting is that? <laughs> It's festival run. <laughs> you can't, you can't, while, while a film is at festivals, you can't post it online. Or, well, you, you can share it with people like privately and stuff. Yeah. So, and obviously we've said on our GoFundMe that we'll share it with people like who've paid. But um, yeah, you can't. So you have to then say to it. those people, you, you are not allowed to. Yeah, yeah, you can't share it with anyone else. Yeah. It's a screener. It's a DVD screener. Mm. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, so... You, when will it be done by with the edit? Do you think? Um, should be done around like fourteenth of May. That right, so a couple of weeks left. Yeah, two or three weeks. And does it feel like the realization of what you've wanted to do since you're in single digits? Like, is it everything you hoped it'd be? Is it? Is there something missing? No. Um. Question. So. <laughs> It's it's a very different experience where I see from making music videos with a couple of your mates and like yeah you're, you're all acting in it and doing the camera at different points, albeit with a very good camera. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like doing it like with everyone almost in their fixed role and yeah, it's, and you you don't really get you, you get a say in like is that but, hard because we've been talking we should say to people that. You've got the edit now. Uh, you've got the your editor keeps sending you a version yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. which we sit down and go through with you, and we do notes on it. But obviously, if that was yours, you'd show, come downstairs and show it to me and your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd tell you all the things we think you could change. You go upstairs and edit it again, done in five, ten minutes, whatever. Now you're doing that thing of you have the conversation, you're jotting it all down, and you're taking it way more seriously than you used. To. I mean, I used to be serious, but. Um, then 
you're having to feed back back to somebody else and you've not got your hands on it. Now, I'm, I am mega control. I know you are as well, Laura. I'm mega controlling of projects, even in radio when I do it. I need to have as much creative control. In fact, it's not until Roger, who used to be the fourth one on our podcast when we did yeah. Fantasy Reboot, until I got Roger as a producer on the radio, he was the first person I ever had who I trusted could almost trust with a project. Yeah. But then even when he edited, he edited the Fantasy Reboot podcast, and that's the, probably the first mm. time in my life I've said to somebody, and that's an yeah. hour, an hour and a half per episode. So how does that feel? Well, this is what making this film has made me realise is films aren't directors' films. They're like, they're, they're, it's everybody working on it. It's like, the the director's not like a do you the, feel the, like this controlling like mastermind who, who does everything and you know it's like everybody's talented so talented in their own areas and it's like that everyone working together is what makes it work and you know it's you've got to realize it's it it, it, it it's your thing that you put passion into but it so is it's everybody's and it's like you know it's you, you, ha- you have to hand all these bits and pieces off to somebody else. So as uh, over the years, I've watched you embrace different bits of this, editing, um, sort of creating titles. The camera you know, work. Camera work, acting, mm. script writing, storyboarding, pretty much a lot of different aspects of it, and now directing. How has this made you feel? Has this made you feel, has it given you any idea which seat you want to work towards being in? Um. I, I think it's either directing or editing still. Yeah. Like, I the guys who did the cinematography, they were they were great and I don't I just don't think I know enough about that. And um So does it has it given you more of a respect for like you know when you're watching the Oscars and the obviously the director and the the, the actors in the film are the big one the big awards. Has it given you more respect for like Yeah, 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 definitely. the costume designers, the editors, the it's funny, isn't it? Because when we watch it together, I don't know if you get this from my feedback, but I'm always looking at the shot. So I don't know if that would be where my strength would be, the cinematography, because I'm all, everywhere I go, having been a photographer in the past, is looking looking at everything as a picture, mm. everything as a scene, mm. you know? Um, that, isn't that weird? I wonder if we look at it but through different But you're quite eyes. a strong um, script writer as well, but then often the script writer does become the director, don't they? Not yeah, always. Yeah, mo- most of the time. Um I I I enjoyed writing it, and it's like again, again, it's that thing of like it's handing off your thing to somebody else. It's like it's big. Th- it's 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 very difficult to do when you've never had to do it before. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you have in your head, you have like Stephen Graham in your mind for playing the part in your script. But yeah. the actors we got were great. Great and. But it's it's you're you're never going to get the exact person you want in your head, right? You know it's it's, and I don't think it will ever be on screen, exactly no, how no, it is no. in your mind. It's funny because I think I would love to be like a casting director, like that part of it, choosing the right person. Yeah, that must have been exciting. Doing oh no, that. no, no, that was. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it was. It's been one of the best experiences on the course, and it's just. No, I've, I loved the three days I was doing it and everything building up to it. I was so tired by the end of it, obviously. like, Yeah. It was like 7 a.m. start sometimes earlier. <laughs> no, no, sometimes earlier. And then it was... Nightmare. Like, <laughs> That's a line for me. Yeah, I know. You're, <laughs> 7 a.m. start. You're working until like sometimes 8 and then it's, you know, you get a break, but 
mo- most people aren't having their break because they they're getting on with the stuff they need. But also, to. Yeah. you've got that enthusiasm to, you know, it. Nothing feels better than getting in bed at the end of a day when you've earned that mm. bed. Yeah. Well, you've seen and you've seen Betsy do it with with shows that she's in. She's doing you know three days of rehearsals, then she's doing two days worth of shows. It's constant, and it's the same. You know, like I think in those when you're in those creative fields, do you know what I mean? That you have to be, you don't work normal hours. Yeah, and I'm, I think the director probably does one of, that probably does the least. They're just telling everybody else what to do. Like, everybody else is actually like, I tried to get hands on. Like, I was trying to help with everybody, but like. I don't know if, yeah. you, I don't know if it's, because somebody has to be there as the. Foreman. Over, yeah, the overall leader. So I don't think, all, yeah. I don't think you should put yourself down for that. Because obviously, if everybody was doing what they were meant to be doing, means you were doing your job right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, here we go. Question. Let me ask you this. You're almost at the end of year one mm. of a three-year course. Has it gone fast? It, yeah, no, it's... it's I, Think about a school some, year. In some ways, because I feel like I've, I've fit... I've got so many memories from this year already. And yeah. I, and I, that's the thing about time. Like, it, feel, it always feels like it's gone fast. But then if you start to like actually think back about what... And if you've got like loads of stuff and memories done yep. throughout the year, you realise it was a big amount of time and you've done so much. And but the year's nearly over. Yeah, yeah. So uh, really, two more of these and uni's finished. How mad is that? And uh, Next year's going to be completely different again. You know, like li- living in a house full of different people again. Well, living in a house and um, like the, the course is, you know, shifting in a different direction as well. I'm gonna get a new job, you know. It's it's it's, it's gonna feel like, and like you said, my sensibilities of what I want to do has has changed. I'll like, change. Like I want to go to pubs instead now, and just you know talk and do stuff like that. And mm. it will, as I said to you, <laughs> a day will come, and I hope I'm still alive for it. When you like the television that you can't stand <laughs> at the minute, because it happened to me. It happened to me, and uh, it's funny. I reckon it's like your mid to late twenties suddenly. Ground Force was around that time for me. Mid mid twenties ish. Ground Force came on with Tip Marsh and mm. Charlie Dimmicks and the big fella. I can't Tommy. remember his name. Tommy. Yeah. And you start watching it ironically. Oh, get your mates around, get a few drinks, and let's watch this ironically. A month later, you're like, I can't come out tonight. Watching <laughs> Ground Force. Do you know? I saw this post today from this um, woman on one of the Facebook sites. She said. I currently live in the Cotswolds and um, we have a big house in the country and we look over to like countryside, look out to countryside views. We don't pay for our electricity. So I'm assuming they've got solar, solar yeah. um, and we've got electric cars and, you know, like we, and we've got, I don't know, goats and whatever. So it sounds like they have got the life. Our dream. Yeah. The perfect life. And then she's like, we're thinking about moving out to Dubai. What do people think? Should we do it? Like, my husband's on about setting up a company out there so we won't have anyone paying for our school fees or our rent or anything like that so and I, i'm just thinking why if you've got that beautiful house in the countryside with so that it seems like a weird thing to give up yeah because i feel and like it, for most people that's what you're working towards yeah yeah and i just I, I i found that a really bizarre maybe she watched that three-part documentary and we're like that's why yeah. i want seven hundred twenty thousand pound handbags yeah all right leo is that Question. it? Oh, Do you feel like you've got off light in this podcast? We're expecting it to be more heavy duty than this. Yeah, I was. Uh... 
What do you reckon? Is it something you've not told us then? <laughs> Question. <Is> that- <laughs> well. Hold on, because I've got me. The nostrils are going, the nostrils. There's always going to be stuff I Just ask it, yes or no. Is there something you've not told her? (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) And do you want to know? Is it better not to know? Um, Would you have gone through your life telling your parents everything? um, I did tell my mum most stuff, actually. Yeah. I did. Uh, And I think. But you said most. Well, no, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there was stuff I didn't tell her, but I don't. I don't think so. But um, or I was found out. That was. It was either that. It's always worse, isn't it? Well, is is a is there stuff you've not told us, but you you would like to tell us, but you'd be worried about our reaction? Question. <laughs> it's good, that, isn't it? <laughs> She's like got the thumbscrews on now. She? Totally... No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But can you just say? If I did want to know, would there be something? Would there be something? That's what you're doing. Shh. And what you're going to do now is you've got to switch this off. No, 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 no. Shut no. us down when we walk back in that house. I'm not stupid. I, I know. <laughs> now she's, you know what she's doing now? You know what she's doing now? This is like a, a reverse psychology. I already know, so you might as well just say it. No, no, no. You I might as well just say it. I don't it. mean like I know what it is. I mean, I know there'll be things that he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But here's what I think, right? I mean, we've mentioned you got a cartoon on your leg as a tattoo, right? Oh, you've talked about that. Yeah, we have. We talk about, mate. We've talked about everything. This podcast, hundred episodes. <laughs> I quite like your tattoo. Probably. I like it, Thank and you. but also, right? Is this weird? You've never really had to rebel against us, and we've been very accepting of. I think we've been really accepting of most decisions you've made, most mm. things you want to do. Right? Didn't pressure you to go into academia, which you could have. And I think a lot of parents might have done that. We know parents oh, that no, would have done I, that. Yeah, though, there was a guy in my school who was really good at filming, and then his parents made him be a doctor. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, well, oh. I had I had a very that same conversation with. Um... I wouldn't let you be a doctor <laughs> after seeing your phone. <laughs> um, but I sometimes feel sorry for you that we're we're kind of difficult to rebel against. Do you know what I mean by that? I, look, I know there's some things we can be a bit strict, but most of the time we're really laid back about things like we were never funny about you watching 18 rated films when you were a kid no, no, no. or playing violent video games. Kind of, I always kind of think kids are going to do this stuff. You've got to let them level out themselves. Yeah. But is it, it was easy for me with my parents because they never did anything I did. Do you know what I mean? They never, so everything I was into, it was easy for me to go, oh my God, like Kevin. The teenage, you know, you guys are so uncool. And I, I think if I told you, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo of a TV show I've been watching for a week, I don't think you guys would be like, yeah, go ahead. I don't think you'd be like, I think you'd be like, are you sure? You wouldn't be like, no. You'd be like, mm. I know. I thought we were both kind of not bothered. I thought we were funny. I was, but the only thing I was worried about is when you said it's last going to last six months because I know it's not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't I, care. Look, within reason, I kind of feel like as long as you know your boundaries, do you know what I mean by that? Like, mm. I don't care what you do, as long as you know not to put yourself in peril, you know. Now, you could go to a nightclub and be in the wrong place at the wrong time. This happens to people all over the world. That's not your fault, mm. you know. So I can't say to you, don't go to nightclubs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also... 
there are things you know you shouldn't be doing, you know, driving, drunk, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have got to put full faith in the fact that, and like you said about the throwing up, I hope you're slowly learning that it's better to, by all means, get like that, but have people around, you know, you know what I mean? Little things like that. But I, I, yeah, the bigger I, picture, I don't think I yeah, worry. No. And you know. uh, things like we've always said, you know, never go home, walk home by yourself like at night. Or you know, like you've, said, and you've said things like, you know, you wouldn't let the girls walk home. No, no, exactly. No, I, I, ne- I, I never. Every, everyone always tries to go home as a group after. You, yeah. yeah. You don't really leave people at the club by themselves. Yeah. It's happened once, but. Then I found someone. Well, no, I f- I'd found someone I recognised, and then my flatmates left me. Yeah, but you know, but you don't feel like you know because I, I always think rebellion is a part of growing up. You know, re- rebelling against your parents' way of life, music, things like. It's weird because I feel like. I don't want to say like we're really cool parents or anything like that, but. I think we've done a lot of stuff to try and keep us together as a family and we, yeah. you know, adopt, you know, like things like playing all the Switch games as a family. That's not, that's something you guys should be doing and we should be upstairs watching Escape to the Country or something, you know what I mean? But, and I think with your life, I think we're difficult to shock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that's going maybe, like, I think at first you probably wanted to shock us a bit. You know what I mean? Like, I think you wanted to prove that you were independent and... In what, in what way? Like the first weekend when you dyed your hair. That that wasn't against you guys. That's, Not against that, 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 that was just always something I've wanted to do. I know, but, but you had the opportunity to do it when you were here. But that's just because Dubai. Like, Dubai is so, like... Maybe, yeah. I, I, it's not... Well, I do it all the time. <laughs> it's just like I, I, I'm less likely to it's, it's more of a laugh when you do it at uni but then you're stuck in school with everyone like I think know, but yeah you've got orange hair for a week yeah yeah you yeah know. yeah people judge you more here yeah exactly yeah and in school just being in schools whereas being uni no one really cares that much about yeah it, some, someone comes in like purple mohawk no one cares yeah do you remember them conversations when you were a few years younger though and we were saying that like the kids who stand out. So you had it inside. So you were like the caterpillar waiting to mm. blossom. You know what I mean? So you, it took you to go to university. And I think anybody who sees you, if somebody saw you in the street who you went to school with, they wouldn't recognise you. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Because no, think... you look, you, you instantly took on a new style. You took on new hair. You know, you just become a different person. But it's the person I think who's always inside. Yeah. And I feel like you were always trying to get out, you know? And it was hard to watch when you were a teenager sometimes because I knew that guy were there. And, you know, I think that's what's great now. You've seen you doing all this and seen you not caring. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've literally had no one, no one, no one comments on what anybody wears or... I mean, you're in the perfect place for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bristol is literally anything goes. Yeah. Yeah, the first day we were there, were you? There were girls walking about with the boobs out, which yeah, but th- that's slightly different. I think yeah, it's different, but it's <laughs> it was happening. It was still happening. Yeah, but I think that's just that's just bits of England, full stop. But the yeah. but I think it's the 
like we were saying, you know, me with my big clown dungarees. I, yeah. I'm conscious of wearing them here, but in, in Bristol, I'd feel comfortable wearing them. Yeah. But we're quite expressive like that. It's good that the kid. I, I, do you think? I don't think Honey's like that. I think Betsy will grow up like that. She's yeah, but Betsy's already got a. Uh, She's quirky. quirky. Yeah, and she wants to be already have blue hair and. You know, who Honey is. Is it the Adams family or the Munsters where they've got the blonde daughter who's just like tot- Marilyn, who's totally straight? She's like high school girl. You know, you've got the monster family around. I her. think Honey's <laughs> got it in her as well, though. Potential. Yeah, because I, I, she she has moments where she steals some of my clothes. And she, she likes it. Like she likes wearing those kind of clothes, and or you know, like yeah. being a bit different. And I think she's just a bit. She's like, well, like, like you, I guess. She's a bit scared to take it that step no, further I, here. I, I think that's the thing. It's like you know, people. I hate when people say, "Oh, you find yourself," but you do at uni. You're like, yeah. and I'm sure Honey will. Like, I'm, I, I think Honey is going to discover like a different fashion, different group of friends, and she's going to, you know, she's going to become a different person. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I think because as well, you've all chosen to go down the art route. It's good. I love it. Yeah, I hope yeah. it pays off. But I just hope it's all fun and you get to enjoy it. Really, that's what I hope. Yeah, for all of you, definitely. You got any questions for us before we wrap up? Anything in your mind? What What are you just? What are you most worried about me doing? Biggest worry though that you weren't going to enjoy it. Me. I don't care what the outcome of this is. I've got my dreams, right? Mm. What I want to happen for you. Like, where I'd like to see you be. I've got this ideal. Might not all be about money. Might be more about art, mm. you know. But I think you'd prefer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd pro- rather be David Lynch than Michael Bay. You know what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah, you'd rather yeah. be Edgar Wright than... Perhaps Steven Spielberg. No, I, I, yeah, in my head, the ideal is just to make small, quaint, British, like yeah. either TV or whatever I end up doing, a film, I don't know. So like I, just small British stuff. It's like... What was the question again? <laughs> I forgot what you worry, said. Worry. Yeah, so I, I don't... I, my worry was that you'd get there and it would not be what you'd hoped. But I knew... And especially when we went to Bristol, because it was the first time I'd ever been there, I'm like, if you don't like this place, I weren't that bothered. Your flat's all right. I weren't that bothered. But it's just such a cool town. You know, there's so much there. I think you could live there for 20 years and not see, not know it. No, I, that's what I mean. Like, when I when I film my film, because I, I, I'd never been to that part of Bristol before, I'm like, I saw like a hundred places that I thought, oh, I want to go there, I want to go there. Yeah. yeah. So no, not worries as such, but... I think for me, it's probably... I less worry about that side of it because I think I've got that... I think you can do anything. Yeah. So for me, is obviously I worry about the other side of stuff. You know, I worry that when you're throwing up and you've got no one there, I worry that... That's mum worries, isn't it? You're doing things that you shouldn't be doing, you know, <laughs> like, or things that I've... She held your gaze then, didn't she? I worry about things you should be doing. <laughs> Just looked for a second too long. Or things that you know you shouldn't be doing and you are doing. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> or, no, and also, like, I worry about your mental health. Like, when you've said about recently, that side of it, I knew, I sensed that something wasn't right, but you, until you came here, you didn't open up, 
You know what I mean? Like, so they're the things that I think a mum worries about. You know what I mean? And also, it doesn't have to be the big drama. It can just be, guys, I come home every day. I just phoned him up today when I was saying traffic, and I'm like, oh, I feel crap. You know, like, my work was really, as much as a fun job as it is, it was hard to do it today. I didn't have much time. I had a lot of things. So I had weekend shows to record. I'm in traffic. My car's knackered. And it's just like a bit heavy. And just saying that, and I'm also almost apologetic because we say it to each other every day. You know, it's the same thing every day. But just saying it actually lines the load a bit and it doesn't have to become a four-hour conversation. No, and I, like I said to you, you know, if, if I'm, you know, especially in the daytime, you know I'm around and you can go, mum, you've got five minutes and just have a quick chat. Just don't have to be yeah. about anything in particular, you know. Excuse me. I but don't yeah. think I've, I, I, I don't really feel like I've been worried. Every time we've heard about somebody packing in, whether it's your mate who's here, the girls who you've lived with, whoever, you suddenly feel like not, not like the your kids, but I suddenly project that onto you. How would I feel if you did that? If you'd have come back here at Christmas and been like, oh, "I'm not doing it," you know, I'd have been so gutted because it's like. But on the flip well, side, if you had said to us, "Oh, it, it's not the right course for me," then that's different. You know, I I can totally get that. I'd I'd have just been very sad if you'd have been back here living with us and not, Mm. you know. I I, I did think about it for a while. I I was thinking, oh, I don't know if this is the right course for me. It's definitely what I want to be doing. Yeah. And I think, obviously, making this film has made me set that in stone for me. Yeah. But, yeah, there, there has been times just earlier on in the year where I'm like, I don't know if I like this course. Yeah. There's a part of that as well that it it's not always going to be rosy. Like, just remember what school were like. Mm. You had to do school to get the thing at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, 5% of it is probably fun. You know, a lot of it's just yeah. mind-numbing. It's just something you... So with this, if you can get... If it's, if it's 50-50, you're winning... So if times like this, when you're making this film and it's like, this is the best thing I've ever done, and you can sit here and say, this has been the best year of my life, with the low points in, you've got to almost, you've got to almost like save that it somewhere and be ready to pull that out when you're feeling rubbish, you know? To be able to say that to yourself. I think, and I'm just more interested in, obviously, what we're learning about now. Like, yeah, it's just overall... And I think with the job as well, that like that was quite difficult sometimes because I'd come home from work at like one a.m. to an empty flat, and I'm like, I had like horrible customers, and yeah, you know, the managers they they give you shit, and it's like, what is the point? I'm I'm working for like pennies, and it's you know, you it's it's like. You know what you said about outside the nightclub, though, when you see it in real life? When you see that in a film, somebody like that who hates the job, I'm not saying you hate job, but like somebody who hates the job and then goes back to a crummy little apartment. When it happens to you in real life, it's like the fight, isn't it? You're in it. Mm. And it's like, this is not like the films. There's no, you know. I, 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 and I think at the start of the year, the the job definitely made me miss out on a lot of like uni experiences because like no one in the first year has a job that I know. Like, yeah, glad you did it though. I'm glad you did it, and I'm glad you've had. You but know, that's the thing though. Everybody's had a job before me. 
Like, yeah. I, I, this is this is obviously my first job, whereas <coughs> yeah. everyone's had a job pre-uni. So, it, again, it was like a valuable experience. I think you've done this year, some of it you've done on Fast Forward, because you've had to catch up with... Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. thing about Dubai. You do a lot of things here that they'll never do. Most people will never do. You get experiences in this town that are incredible. But you're also missing a lot of normality. Yeah. So which you have to catch up on. Yeah. Uh, now you're back in Britain. But it's brill. Isn't it? Yeah. And we're really proud of you and your film. It's so proud. It's so good. Not just the film, everything, you know. And it's good to see like we've never and I and I, I, I can't think of being disappointed since you've been at uni like you've done stuff and I thought the silly bugger but it's stuff I, <laughs> it's stuff I've done mm. dyeing your hair orange trying to make it blonde how many times have I done it you know the daft I'm now I'd waited 45 years but I'm now covered in daft tattoos you know like so it's just like it's your life you know what I mean so, but it's so like I can't think or anything. But you've matured. You have as well. I've seen yeah. that side of you. Like, yeah, no, it's good. So I know this has been a bit different this episode, but it's cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's been good that we finally done this. How's it felt for you? No, I've enjoyed it. It's been, uh, it's been good to talk about. It. How does it feel? I mean, I know I'm on radio, which must be really weird. I can't imagine having a dad on radio, especially an idiot like me. But. Is it weird that your mum and dad do a podcast and we've run 100 episodes? Is that a bit weird? Like, do you, are any of your other <laughs> friends' parents doing podcasts? I'll tell you a story after. After? Yeah. Let me guess, one of your friends' parents does a sex podcast. No. Am I close? No. Well, that's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've nearly done 100 minutes. And I was thinking, shall we do 100 minutes okay. for the 100th podcast? Do you want to quickly recommend... We've done over the... 100 minutes. No, we've not. I've mean, 68. We've done about 80 minutes. Do you want to quickly recommend anything? The I don't know what we normally do recommendations. Oh, right. Yeah. The Bo Burnham yeah. on Netflix, Bo Burnham Inside, which you watched when it first came out. Mm. I tried to watch, but we never... I think I watched the first two, two and a half songs, something like that. It's one of the best things I've seen. It's... I said to Roger, you know, Roger, our friend, my producer and everything, it's so difficult to watch when you're creative, which we all are. And we're sitting in a room now, we've got not as much equipment as him, but we've got the lights, the cameras, the mics, the recording equipment, everything, the green screen. We've got everything. And we use it for so much stuff. And uh, we did some things in lockdown and you see him. But I think we can appreciate how long yeah yeah. like just that one song the one i liked was a song about instagram but every different shot of some different costume different prop different you know i mean like incredible how long that would have taken just to do those different shots yeah by yourself yeah yeah but it makes like roger said to me he sent me a message back he said but you're you're setting yourself a tremendously high bar there and i said but look you know like it's all stuff i wanted to do I can't say I want to do exactly what he's doing, but it's all that stuff I love doing, you know? And it's like, oh, he had the perfect time to do it. He was on his own. It was locked down. He had everything. Brilliant, you know? But it does... I don't think there'll be a creative person out there who doesn't watch that thinking, oh, I'm never going to do anything that good. So good. Mm. Maybe. So if you've not watched it, 
it is a bit weird at times. It's very moving, and it's finger on the pulse stuff, especially for lockdown. Bo Burnham inside on Netflix, brilliant. What about the Beatles Get Back, which we've covered oh, yeah. extensively on this podcast? And I've I didn't want to bug you into watching because maybe that's one of the things that I thought, oh, it's a dad thing and it's a bit boring for you. You're starting to get into the Beatles a bit more. Yeah, I think yeah. you've always liked them. No, I, I have. I've, I've, I've like just listened to most of their popular songs and yeah. gone a little bit deeper. But now that I've got the arty uh, housemates, I've... Uh, you trying to play catch-up a bit? In some ways, I'm like... Because it's not like I'm... I'm, I'm they're, they're recommending it to me, like albums to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go listen to that. It's not like I'm, I'm being like, I want to be like them. It's, exactly. That's the trick, is to find your groove. And now if your groove, if you listen to a Pink Floyd album and think, oh, this is a bit dreary, that's fine. But if you listen to it and think, my God, mm. something is. And that's it with the Beatles. Because I said the Beatles anthology is more like Route 1 because it's just the career of the Beatles. But Get Back is a bit deeper. Can I tell you another quick story? Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh. No, seriously. Leo watched it. He said that... I can't remember the album that he had playing. He was because he he was a musician before he was an actor, and the album and he and because his upbringing wasn't the best, and he used to shut himself in his room, listen to his records. His brother came in and said, "You shouldn't be listening to this." Threw his record across the room and gave him a load of recommended a load of albums, didn't he? And, and a load of books to him. Yeah. And from that, he said, "I just." saw the beauty of the word and 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 yeah, writing and really. and and it you know in he's he said how now he just loves writing and certain artists and stuff like that and yeah that that's by his older brother saying to him hey this is what you should try listening to so you you and get back then uh no i'm really enjoying it it's um it's it's obviously really long but I, I don't think any any bit of it needed to be cut. Then that's like the. When you get to the end, you will wish it were longer. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's horrible to say bye to him. I wonder if he'll ever do a longer uncut version. Do you think he's done? I don't know. I mean, he's, they said there's 150 hours. No, I know. But yeah, a lot of that must but, be. But this is the like because it was supposed to be a film before he was trying to. Just no, make I it. know, I know. But still, I still think there's there's more t- that we haven't seen. Well, there obviously is, but you know, like. Yeah, but maybe a lot of it's just like. Yeah, too too boring. It's too mundane. And there might be some Maybe. stuff in there that they didn't want on screen. Maybe you know, but it is great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you've started watching it. I, no, I'm loved it. Yeah, really good. All right, guys. I don't know if we'll get in again because it's Thursday night now, and you're leaving Saturday night. Saturday, yeah. so we might not do another one with you now, but we'll definitely. I think we should do one of these every time you're back. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit shorter. We've done an hour and a half a football match. Wow. But. I think it's great. Oh, can I just do a little shout out for Heidi? I don't. She won't be listening to this before, but she gets married tomorrow. So. Oh, do you know? I was only thinking about that in the studio. I was when we were talking to Rog, who was getting plenty of mentions about he's at a christening this weekend, but it's a Zoom christening. Yeah. Are we are we getting a Zoom invite? No, or I don't think they're doing it. I, oh, come on, they're doing a live thing. Come on. No, um, but yeah, Heidi and Josh. I, I guess by the time she's listened to this, congratulations. So yeah. But yeah. Mad. Wish we could be there. I mean, I'd like to be around for some part of it by weddings, but you know, congrats <laughs> and all of that sort of stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to this story that you said you were going to tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it one not for podcast? Well, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'll tell you. You, you can tell it after. It. I've, I've gone if you want. I'll tell you what. 
where are we at? One minute thirty. One hour thirty. Let's tell it now, and I'll cut it out. Right. So I'm just going to put an edit in here. Hold on. Let me put a little. Oh bloody hell! Here we go. Right. Fire away. Okay. So when I came back at Christmas, uh, Liam. Oh no. Go on. Yeah. What? Liam. Uh, Liam was saying he was in the car with Richard listening to the podcast and he was like, oh, your parents said they're trying to have sex every day. And I'm like... That, no, we know Oh, that. Was, you know what that was? It was a joke. It was the Shagvent calendar. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah. invented this thing called the Shagvent calendar and we had it as a conversation. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not as interesting as it seems then. It's a good idea though, isn't it? You've got to think <laughs> that is a good idea. That is a good idea. Oh, right. Now, now uh, I get what you're saying. That's yeah. not that bad. No, no. See, it must be weird. These are conversations you have. You must have had these in a relationship, not to that degree maybe. But um, we did a podcast on it because it's like a, like an, I came up with the idea as an adult. Well, actually, lots of people came forward and were like, include, including Richard, is, is Liam's dad. Like, loads of people just said. Yeah, let's really see if they're listening to this in car. Yeah. See how we react to this. That's a really good idea. Wish I'd come up with it. Yeah. That, but, but, but just so you know. It never happened. We don't need to talk about that. I thought he was going to tell us a story about one of his friends, like when yeah. he'd gone to stay with somebody, that, you know. What? I thought you were going to tell us like a story about one of your friend's parents or something like that. Oh, no. This podcast has been very open heart. So there's been stuff on it about serious stuff. There's been no, tears. There's been no details or anything like that. So let's make Not that really. clear. But there's that thing about parenting, which... Again, I hope I'm around to have these conversations with you of when you're in a house full of kids as a parent, you know, never the right time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like a really weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Glad it didn't need cutting out because I can't be bothered to edit it. All right, hour and off. We'll leave it there. It's been lovely having you in. Thank you. Being on our podcast. It. Happy 100. Happy 100, yeah. 100 podcasts. That's pretty good going. Yep. We did, what, 11, 12 episodes, I think, of Fantasy Reboot. We might have done a 13th on Christmas morning that time, which I still love. And we wanted to do a Beatles one, so now you've watched it, we've all watched it. Maybe in the summer. So I'll tell you what, let's work towards Although, that. Although, has it been and gone now? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I've deleted all my uh, ideas I had. I made me picture. I did that. I made me a little picture with all four oh, of my actors. Of course you did. Of course you did. This is the fifth person, then. Because usually we do five people, don't we? Or do we no, do we were just going to do four. Yeah. We were just going to do four. And, uh, yeah, that was going to be it. So we will definitely get that going for this summer. Right. Um, I wonder if there's anybody who's ever listened to all 100 episodes. I'd be very surprised if there is. But it's for everybody who does, thanks. We got to 100. We're almost at a year. And uh, sorry it's been a couple of weeks, but we've been uh, doing 700 dirham escape rooms and going for a 1,000 dirham meals and getting ripped off with 17 dirham bottles of water. I've got a list as long as my arm that we've not talked about. Yeah. Because we wanted to do this one as a bit of a special one. So um, good luck in your last bit. I'm doing and like on a telly, you know, we know we're going to be here for it. And if you've got something you want to ask to us, Leo, next time, like if there's things you want to do that. If you want to find things you want us to find out, not just about Leo, but just about, you know, perhaps what your child's doing at uni or what you feel, you know, let us know. All right. See you later, everybody. See you later, Leo. See you. Bye. Bye.
The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.